This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Sci-Fi Barto 2019. Celebrating the world of steampunk. It's going to be Saturday, February 16th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's going to have Mr. George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost, Batman writer and Bane creator Chuck Dixon, Joel D. Wynkoop, the king of the B-movies, Gretchen Suarez-Pena, and DJ Vlad. And of course, your boys from the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce are going to be there. You definitely want to come and check it out. It's going to be on historic Main Street of Bartow, Florida. They'll also have sci-fi vendors, art shows. What else are they going to have, Johnny? Live music, costume contests, food trucks, and a fantastic sci-fi car show. You don't want to miss it. And as always, this event is completely free! So come down, check us out, and don't forget to tell them that your boys, the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing... They are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce and Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. My partner in crime, Deuce. What's up, man? And we have Mr. Dave Pasco. Yeah, you almost got. No, got you're there. Name. We got. Oh yeah, no. I'm like, <laughs> like, like that hey, diver my down. Partner crime. I know. Excuse I, me, sir. What's your name again? Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And every episode starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Methodical. Methodical though. So cheers to everyone drinking. Um, what, what do you think? We're drinking the Brew Hub. I like it. Down. What do you think? It, it's got a little bit different flavor because it's got it, the red, it's a red, red ale. ale. Yeah. yeah, it tastes a little different. Um, and I'll, what are you drinking, David? That's what I brought to Friendsgiving. Uh, the Monkey Knot India Pale Ale by uh, who makes this? Southern out of Georgia. Yeah. Oh no no no. Um, it's called Southern Born. Might Southern be. Brewing? Something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's Southern definitely made in Georgia. They got the state of Georgia. On Southern the Born Brewing. That's what's yeah. at the top. Yeah. Southern 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 Born, yeah, it's not bad. Brewed. It's a good yeah. IPA. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. literally, I bought it because it had the monkey on it. And then yeah. there's another one I've yeah. got in there that's called In Case of Emergency. Or emergency is it, this isn't an IPA, emergency right? right? Emergency no. drinking beer. Yeah. Emergency that's drinking a, that's beer. That's an Orlando based I, one, too. Oh, is it out of Orlando? Atlanta. Yeah, Georgia. I've learned. Atlanta. I've learned through. The, the last four or five years we've been doing yeah. this, I'm not a ale or not a pale ale guy. You don't like the IPAs. I don't like yes. the IPAs. Yeah, my wife doesn't like it either. You yeah. like so pale ales. I like pale ales. Not Indian pale ales. Not Indian pale ales. Yeah. That's what IPA. Hey, IPA I'm learning. I didn't know what it's yeah. Indian, Indian pale ale. Yeah, IPA. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not an IPA guy, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I like this. Because it's usually okay. like hoppy. And then it's you usually get, like, hoppy and it's very strong usually. Yeah, if you get like a double hop, it's just like you like the hoppy flavor. Yeah. I kind of like a bitter. I like it because like when I get to an IPA. I drink it slower because yeah, it doesn't yeah. taste so good. Yeah. My problem is when I get like the like stouts or creams or like yeah. certain ones are just delicious. Yeah. And, and then you, you just chug it yeah. and then you're like, yeah. oh, like oh, oh shit. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just went to St. Augustine this past weekend. And oh, how was that? Out. You went to St. Augustine Brewing? Uh, I went to their distillery, which okay. I always do. And that I got my stuff for Christmas. I bought nice. a $70 bottle of uh, single, single barrel uh, bourbon. Oh, nice. nice. With bourbon-soaked cherries. Oh, and in the bottle? Honey. No, oh, oh, all separate. separately. Yeah, yeah. That was brewed, uh, or the honey, and, the honey is infused with their bourbon, and then yeah. the cherries are soaked in their in the bourbon. bourbon. Wow. And then we bought their new bourbon, uh, their single barrel. Yeah. And so we're going to do old fashions, me and the wife, on nice. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Nice. That's awesome. We always buy ourselves a good bottle of booze for the holiday. Yeah, that's cool. Because we're doing our friend's party, but just right. like us. Like, whoever can it's make like, it down. Hide that shit before Deuce comes oh, yeah. <laughs> No one touches that shit. Yeah. I, I have a bottle of double cast uh, from them from last year or from February that we still didn't finish. Yeah. I'd be like, that'll be open to the public on our friend's party. Like, yeah. you know, you can take a shot. Because last Christmas, um, we did a um, their rum, the San Augustine oh, rum. Oh, yeah, that's good. With uh, their uh, tiki mixer. Yeah. And the problem with their rum, I don't know if I mentioned this before. It's like 85 proof, which yeah. is really, really high for a rum. For wow. a rum. Yeah. That's a lot. And uh, that shit, it was so good, and you couldn't taste the alcohol yeah. in the mixer. So the, once you're Everyone chugged the first one, yeah. and we're all sitting there like midday on Christmas Day, and we're like, what the fuck did we just do? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're like, we were planning on going to the movies and like doing shit. We just sat and watched Hallmark films. Yeah. They're like, we're not moving anywhere. Yeah. Like, we're, That's funny. We can't even play the right. Jack in the Box. Exactly. Jack Jack the box. Like, yeah. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's always a good time. But yeah, no, yeah. Uh, my favorite beer company, Craft Brewery, is out in um, St. Augustine, which is Ancient City. Yes, and Ancient I didn't get to go to the actual brewery or their tap house because Christmas out in St. Augustine is like crazy. Yeah, because they it's do the lights crazy. and everything. They do everything yeah. out there in the parade and all yeah, that yeah. shit. So, but luckily, they're so popular out there that every place I went to eat. Had it. had it on tap, on tap. so yeah. i got to try all their beers with nice. every meal i had that's awesome which is preferred yeah. anyway so. yeah yeah it was a good time but that's they have a lot of good shit like oh, jacksonville's do. got a bunch of good stuff out there well they're too. starting to finally get out of saint augustine with that because yeah. like i've started to see it creep into like abc and stuff locally yeah. so you can't get everything you can only get like right. one or two things but right. still it's nice yeah. to see because Give me the name one more time. Ancient, Ancient City. Ancient City. Yeah, yeah. it's good. St- I highly recommend it. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. So, so. All right, that was my beer story for. Well, we'll have to have one. you on. 
we'll have to have you on when we do because Deuce and I later on you'll hear a, a beer episode that we did. Yeah, uh, we talked we've about been sitting on it in the can. And yeah, we're taking no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, in the can. Yeah, we're uh, sitting on it, and also we're taking your questions. Any kind of beer, alcohol related questions at hhpodcastshow right. at gmail.com. Or you can tweet. And Deuce always wants HH's me to specify show. when we talk about blackout, we're not talking about what happens on Saturday nights at Deuce's yeah, house. Blackout mode. <laughs> blackout Call mode in Call of Duty. Than blacking out. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're we're gonna let's black out. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. whoa. You yep. need to specify. I tell you what, going on like, because I know you're you're starting to try a bunch of different yeah. crafts yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I tell you what, we went to. Uh, I just went to. Uh, Total Wine down in Millennium. Oh yeah, and uh, things the tits. We picked up. I don't. Even, I we picked up some stuff for like this year. We're trying to get gifts to people that's alcohol because right. like our friends have everything they need. So it's yeah, like, yeah, get drunk. Yep. Yeah, yeah, get something yep. good. Um, I'm trying to think what we picked up for ourselves. I don't remember. That's sad. Oh, I something for the Christmas party like a. Uh, Breckenridge, uh, Denver oh, nice. brand. Yeah, they make a Christmas ale, but they have it in a metal keg. Oh, like really? A mini keg like a mini keg with a tap. And oh, nice. Like so we got that for a Christmas like the Heineken party. mini keg that they right. do during the but holidays. Right, but it's like yeah. it's the festive brew, and yeah. I think it was like twenty bucks or twenty two bucks. That's not bad. bad. It's a gallon. It's one point one three gallons. Of yeah, beer. I mean that's wow. That's a really good, beer. especially yeah. that's a good beer. Yeah, uh, anything out of Denver. Uh, Colorado Springs area is re- usually yeah. really, really good. I think it's because of the water. But when I was there, I'm like, oh, let me try, because <laughs> yeah. they sell the individual cans there. Yeah. Um, Hidden Springs in Tampa. I was down Ooh. at your house for, I think, All In or... Yeah. No, it was a bad WWE pay-per-view. What was it? Everyone was down for it. Yeah, yeah. Su- SummerSlam? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think it was SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. It was a bad WWE pay-per-view. One of your buddies... Pick one! <laughs> I can't think of his name right now, brought Hidden Springs from Tampa. Ooh. Oh, um, uh, Brian Alvarez brought uh, uh, okay. it. Yeah, so yeah. Brian brought that stuff down, and I think I had the I Am the Walrus, which was yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you like it better. They, had so a bunch, they have a bunch of new stuff that came out, yeah. and when I went to uh, Total, Total Wine. Wine, they had the individual cans, so I'm like, oh, let me get four of their different flavors right. from them and try it out. Yeah. I got up to the register. They rang it out. Man, four fifty a can. I'm like, nope, sorry, yeah. I can't yeah. do it. Right. I'm like, this costs more than my fucking gallon of beer I just right. bought. Yeah. Right. So that's the problem with craft right now is like the prices go up. They're like, getting a little crazy. They're on distributors. Have to find, yeah, yeah, you kind of yeah. want to go to the brewery. brewery because then you can get the better price. Because right. like, I, I I got it on sale tonight. The diver down for Brew Hub and it was a dollar off. So it was eight ninety nine a six pack. That's not bad. It, no, it's not. But, but if you go like, there in person. You could, you could probably get it for way cheaper, especially yeah, in a growler. growler. Yeah. And then the other thing, too, is, like, I've been going to ABC lately, and, like, they had a four-pack, and it was, like, $12. And it was, the, yeah, they were bigger. They weren't yeah, tall boys, yeah. but they were bigger than a 12-ounce can. But I'm like, I'm not paying 14 fucking dollars for four cans. Is, yeah. Like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So, because I'm renting the shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. I ain't keeping it. Yeah. So. And that's it, yeah. Because I know that, like, a lot of the breweries I like locally – what they pay for in stores, yeah, I like it. Like uh, uh, Copper Tail, yeah. and Crooked Can, and Cigar City. I love their beers, but I rather just go to the brewery because it's a yeah. better price. Yeah. I get to try different stuff. Yeah, and it's like it's nice having it available to me in stores. Yeah. But I found find myself if I can't like. I get cans and they sit, but if I fill my growler, I drink it. Yeah. Like, I remember I have it being like, yeah. oh, shit. Well, also, you want to drink it because you don't want to sit in there Right. Long. I yeah. know I have it, so it's, like, yeah. active in my mind that I'm drinking. So I'd much yeah. rather drink ta- out of the tap anyways yeah. than a can. 
True. Um, because t- typically it's better. It's oh yeah, it's always better. Yeah. And out of the growler, it's still even better than out of the can. It's just for me lately, it's just been such a pain in the ass to go to the brewery. Like I've got a shit ton of growlers. It's just oh, so been, do I. It's just been a pain in the ass yeah. to get to the breweries to actually go and you know. So speaking of drinking, uh, a lot of us nerds were drinking a lot. Uh, November twelfth. Uh, when uh, oh you're you're putting a timestamp on yeah it. I Mr. Just, Stanley yeah. passed I just remember away. It, it happened and it sucked it sucked it a lot of us whole fucking day yeah, yeah it was a lot of people yeah. the internet just exploded with sadness and like you know Stanley I mean the guy has been around he lived a long time first of all I want to live that long yeah he's like he's 90, 95, 95 right yeah. I think ninety five I want to live that long first of all I think that's yeah. awesome so whatever his nutritionist was I want to get their number well, I know he <laughs> smoked and he drank I don't know if he quit the smoking but I thought I don't know. Like, back in the day he used to smoke and drink a lot because he was like the Hugh Hefner of comics there for right. a minute especially like in the yeah. 70s yeah. homeboy was uh yeah. good looking young just right. tearing it up yeah <laughs> you want to see my web shooter <laughs> So he's he's been preparing all night for that. He was, yeah. yeah. That was his one joke he wrote. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, I mean he he's done so much not just for comics but just for pop culture. Pop culture. He was an icon. Yeah. He transcended uh, exactly. what comics was. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get to meet him? Or I never got to meet yeah, him. Yeah, he he he's he frequents a lot of conventions every yeah. year. MegaCon here in Florida, which is the closest one that we get to see, he usually comes every year or a Tampa Bay Comic Con or yeah. some sort of Comic Con. Yeah. And everyone, I see everyone's pictures every year. They're getting. I mean, he looks. I, I I've heard nothing but nice things about him. Um, Everybody says he's yeah. like the nicest human being on the. I planet. only got to do. I got to see him visually oh, okay. a bunch of cons. Right? Yeah. Um, I did one Q and A at. MegaCon, oh. no, at MegaCon a couple of years ago, a while ago, it was like the first one I went to. He did yeah. a Q and A with uh, Jimmy Palmati. Uh, was did the uh, right was with him and stuff like that. Right. That was that was cool, but like the my last time seeing him physically was last time I went to DragonCon. He was on the same floor as the Artist Alleys, yeah. and he would come in every morning on like a rascal scooter and come yeah. right past my buddy's table. Yeah, oh, that's cool. So we got to see Stanley. Every morning, come oh, in, rascal. yeah, with his like thirty assistants and people like clear the way, blah blah, blah and stand with zip by us. On, like, awesome. like, hey, motherfuckers, out here, yeah, exactly. So it was like that's my last con memory of him, and you know, I know he had a bunch of health issues in the past year, right. and his wife passed away. Yeah. Right. Usually, when you hear the wife passed away, it's tough. It, oh, it's almost time. I call it the uh, Johnny Cash effect. We just right. lost. Yeah. Well, we just lost. Uh, I don't know when people were listening to this. Uh, President Bush, yeah, 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 and Barbara Bush passed away in April or May, yeah. right? So it was just a couple of months, like right, right, yeah. right on the cusp. And that seems like that happens, yeah. You know, it's sad because like that just happened, Stanley. Yeah. And I said to my wife, I'm like, you know, that's going to happen to us, right? I said, sad enough. She goes, don't put it that way. I'm like, <laughs> we're years and years away from that. Yeah. But I said, unfortunately, like you're talking about people who are like. Life partners, right? Yeah. Forever, yeah. You know, I'm They're afraid not, they one know. of you guys go because the other one's going to pass away, right? Because you guys are so close. Well, he's and, married, so he'll yeah. be all right. That's going to be really awkward <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's the sliding technique. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe God. that's my evil plan all yeah, along. Oh, <laughs> wow, a deuce is on the loose already. Uh, um, 
No, but same thing. You know, anyone that's close to you, because same thing happened with Carrie Fisher, right? She died, then no, her, her mom died. Her mom, her mom died. No, her mom no, died no, no, she died first, like, and then her mom, mom died, died after. within like a couple of days. A couple of days. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Her mom died, and then Carrie. No, died. no, 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 no Carrie, Carrie died. died on the plane. Carrie died. Oh yeah. goodness. Yeah. So yeah. They, I mean, yeah. it happens to a lot of people. You know, you're just heartbroken. You just, well, you just, yeah, especially if you have a life partner like that, where you have not known, you're, you know, you've never been alone. You know, it's, it's, it's. You know, loneliness is a killer, and stress and yeah, all that. Yeah. I mean, it's. Amen. Amen. But uh, you know, Stan Lee. I mean, I remember the first time I uh, really was because I knew back when I was a kid, we didn't have the internet, so yeah. it was like one of those things where right. you had to talk to your friends and you know, a lot of magazines, Wizard yeah. magazine, all these different magazines yeah. you'd go through yeah. and read and find out things. And I remember they were like, it was a big deal. Stan Lee is going to do a voiceover in the Spider-Man game for PS One. He did a voiceover introduction in it, and people were like, "Oh my god, this is the—he's really getting into it." And yeah. and that's—I think that was kind of like what really like set him off on doing everything, not just the comics, but yeah, related, I think, like outside expanded, media. Yeah. I think like really was the, the fir- yeah. yeah the first. I think my first real exposure of him, um, besides knowing the name, and my right. mom worked in uh, publishing distribution, so she and she read a lot. She was well read and stuff like that. Read a lot of books. So, like, I was familiar with the name, but right. not the person. Um, and then, like, growing up, we didn't have a ton of money and stuff like that. So, like, when we got, like, VHSs and stuff like that, I watched them to death. And right. she yeah. got me – I don't know if you remember this, and I'm dating myself. Uh, I think back in, like, 90, it had to be, like, 92, 93, when the X-Men cartoon was super popular. Yeah, the Pizza Hut ones? The Pizza I Hut ones. Yeah. I had the Sentinels. Yeah. Stan yep. Lee was sat with the other creators yep. talking about X-Men. Yeah, yeah he yep. did it on and all four of the videotapes. Right, yeah. and I yep. just remember how interested I was with them coming up with the characters and right. how, like, just like Stan was, like, how he described things was just magical. Like, yeah. how he described, like, why he did things with characters and stuff like that. And that was my first impression of him yeah and then i remember b- b- getting the how to draw the marvel way book i remember those did. Yep. yeah um and then oh the fantastic four cartoon series yeah he it was the called intro. the marvel power hour right because he it was iron intro, man and fantastic right. four and he and did, he the, did the voiceover yeah. intro all the time right and he would narrate certain sections and stuff like it that didn't and it, you can you can it, sure. it, tell me if I'm wrong on this. I almost thought it was almost like Twilight Zone because at the beginning of the Marvel Power Hour, I thought they did like a little minute or two snippet of him in his office where he'd like yeah they did, yeah 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 he, they like in this week's right adventure. exactly he yeah. was like really really into it yeah. but that that's my lasting impression of yeah. and I really got into Spider Man so of course right. the zeitgeist yeah. of him involved with that and everything like that. Um, and like you said, doing the video games. And, right. you know, he always made sure he, he was in the media of his characters and of Marvel and everything like that. So Yeah, I mean, it was the characters, they were, you know, his children, you know, that he yeah, created. Yeah. And we got to grow up with his children. It's really cool, like, and to see those characters grow and evolve and uh, us growing up along with it. I mean, I remember I always say, like, predating back in 1987, that, that was the first time I remember picking up a comic book. Maybe I did a little before that. I just didn't remember. But I I always collected two comic books um, at the time. It was Web of Spider-Man yeah. and this, the, the Superman book that was coming out uh, during that year. That was before the uh, um, years before the death of Superman. Yeah. Uh, and I remember just being so enthralled by just the characters and how he developed them. And it's all personable. Like, it wasn't just like this big – like, you go to X-Men. X-Men has this whole arc – where you get all these multi-layered oh, characters yeah. that that I got into in '94 with the the Jim Lee Chris Chris Claremont run, 
Uh, but it was like back in Web of Spider-Man, I was just enthralled by Spider-Man as a character, like who he was. He was wisecracking. He was funny. Yeah. He, ma- you know, he he was just very entertaining. Every page, every little thing he would say, and I remember just learning like, liter- you know, that Spider-Man kind of evolved as well. Because how many Spider-Man? I mean, there's a lot. spectacular, ultimate, uh, sensational. So we, we don't have our Spider-Man. Right. We don't. Here yeah, tonight. we don't have. You don't have the expert here. Uh, yeah. To tell us, but Andrew's not here. I don't even think he knew who Stanley was, though. Right. I don't think he's ever even heard of him. I think it was a surprise to him. I hope he's hearing this right now. Uh, So so pissed off. Yeah. He just just woke up in a cold sweat being like, Dave's fucking talking about me. Yeah. Like, while he's in his flu. Yeah, exactly. But we told him whenever he came back, we'd give him some time to say a few words because he's the man missed most on this episode. uh, Yeah. So let me tell you, I'm going to ruin a story for. No, not ruin a story. Yeah. But he does have an interesting story where he met Stanley doing the real life superhero stuff. Right. And Stanley actually interviewed him. Mm. What? Asked him questions. It's an interesting story. I'll let Andrew tell it on a later episode. But that's he told me that when that happened. I'm like, well, that's once in a lifetime. Nothing can top like, that. Yeah, yeah, being like, I'm like, oh, you interviewed Stan. He goes, no, Stan interviewed me. I'm yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, how many people that's, get to say that? That's awesome. Um, even it was part of uh, what what was Stan uh, Stanley Kamikaze, which was called something else yeah, when it I came forget, out. Yeah. His comic, his Comic Con out in California right. that. Stanley's oh, company, yeah, Power yeah. Entertainment, did every year. Yeah, right. because they yeah. did. Um, well, he had a show on Sci-Fi where right, it right, was right. like becoming a superhero, and then we had all those people from Fangasm on the show, right. yeah. and those people were all interning for Stanley's right. Kamikaze because yep. they had two Stanley like Sci-Fi Channel shows. reality right. shows kind of going at the right. same time, right. and they both did about the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah, he didn't have luck with a lot of outside media. It seemed like he always tried different things, and then when it circled back around, he's just like, "Oh, I can go back." You know, Marvel treated him, especially the MCU, when that started getting hot and stuff like that. Again, Stan became more prevalent as a pop culture icon again. Yeah, where that kind of dropped off, I would say, early two thousands when the X, maybe when X Men first came out. The well, X-Men then he was live doing action. the Spider-Man. He was doing cameos. He was a part of Spider-Mans. Marvel for a while, yeah. too. Right. Um, he was doing, like, his own side projects and his own cartoons. I think that's, like, when, when Joe st- kind of came in and was, like, yeah. running most of it. Yeah. When did he start doing cons, though? Like, I know he was doing it for... Uh, it was, no, he was later no, in life. No, he didn't no, do them. No, 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 no. No, he did them early? Yeah, because uh, one of my favorite stories, our buddy uh, uh, Corey at Gordo Gringo on Twitter... Um, and I think he might have even told you the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his little brother were waiting in line for Sable, and Sable's booth was right next to Stan Lee's. And he's like, Stan Lee goes to him. He's like, hey, kids, are you guys waiting for an autograph? They're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll sign your stuff. And they're like, no, we're waiting for Sable. So it's like now forever he's like, I could have got a Stan Lee autograph, right. but I was too busy waiting. Well, I'm just for saying, like, what I'm saying is he didn't do it when he was in his 20s, like when conventions weren't no, really a thing. No, that was This really, was, like, later no, in life when he like, really – When he was in his 20s, that would have been, like, the 60s. Yeah, so, so – But it was, like, where – what I'm trying to – the point I'm getting to is he became the face, literally the face of Marvel. Uh, of Marvel yeah. And yeah. he was hitting people – because you got to look at the audience that didn't know anything. They just got into these movies. Like, oh, I don't. I never write comics, but look at this. Look at these uh, awesome Marvel movies. Yeah. And he happens to be in it, so it became you know, there's the a face of Marvel. Yeah. Face of Marvel. Like the ambassador. Ambassador. If you will. Yeah. Yeah. So that I thought it was really neat that he kind of transcended comic book fans. Yeah, and his name yeah. ended up on a lot of things that weren't like because he was the executive producer on all all the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Even though he has really nothing to do with it, but it's as a 
thank you. Like an honorary or a thank right. you or as a tribute to him that he did get, you know, because you can watch any of the, the Netflix shows or what's left in the Netflix shows or uh, the cartoons and stuff like that. Shows. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about that a little bit. Um, but, he, like, he gets the executive producer credit on yeah. a lot of the a lot of Marvel stuff. Right. Uh, throughout the last, jeez, uh, the last 20 years of the MCU stuff being really prevalent and stuff like that. You know, one thing. One of the things you guys are actually talking about, the Nine Ooh. and the Sentinels, because I have that too. I have them in my storage somewhere. Uh, I don't think they work anymore. But uh, The cool thing was is he talked, and I don't know if it was in that, that documentary or it was another documentary. Well, there was four of those Pizza Hut yeah. tapes. Right. But so. I remember him talking about the X-Men exclusively, and he was saying, you know, the X-Men was kind of his way of saying, hey, you know, you – you're not the norm. You're not, you know, you. But it's about prejudice, right? right? How it was almost like when the Jew, when the Jews came over and the Irish came over, yeah. and you know, um, slavery and all that. He said, you know, it's it's one of those things where you know, just because you're not like someone else doesn't mean you're okay. You can be who you are. And I thought it was like it made X Men for me. I was like, wow, this is really deep. Yeah. You know, X Men isn't disguised with cool mutant powers. Like, that, if you want to see it for that, that's fine. But it was bigger than that. It was like this whole thing about prejudice and and discrimination. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool to see. You know, it doesn't matter where you came from, who your who your parents were. You were still you, and you're still important. And he and he talked about that. And I was like blown away. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, I was like ten years old, and re- hearing Stan Lee talk about that. I'm just like, dang, this is. I'm gonna read more into these X Men yeah. comics. You know, and I just thought it was really cool what he did with with that series. You know, and and kind of pushing the boundaries, if you will. Because uh, X Men comics, you know, I was very edgy. Very edgy. Um, even the movies in 2000, we were talking about that. Those were, you know, those were the first ones that really were good. Were kinda, good. Yeah. Like them and Blade. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of saved it from the right. 80s uh, Batman movie, or 89, and you could throw Returns. At, Batman yeah. Returns is a decent yeah. film. Exactly. But everything between that time was. <laughs> yeah, everything after crap. Batman Returns. And the Spider Mans were starting to pop off. And that those was were 2002, good. though. Right. Was it? Yeah. yeah. So X Men was 2000. Yeah. Right. Spider Man was 2002. Yeah. And then um, X Men was. X2 was summer of 2003, because yeah. I was in college. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they burnt the biscuit on fucking X3 and. Spider-Man well, that we could do a whole episode on that later on. I, a, I have a lot of thoughts on that. X Men Three is yeah. the movie that I I rage out. It makes me so angry. The oh, movie really? I rage out oh, is absolutely. Superman Returns is the one I rage out on. Really? But really? Yeah, yeah, I hate Superman Returns. Yeah. Really? I, I actually the irony is I have friends and I we debate X Three or Superman Returns. We are your friends. <clears throat> there you have, so, there's nobody else but us. Yeah, this is the two of you. Pretend, so yeah. it's just imagining our friends in my head. Yeah. Yeah. That I just you set up two full length mirrors. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, like, I hate Superman Returns. I yep. love it. Let's whack yep. off. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, no. That, that's <laughs> actually we probably should do Superman Returns and another okay, and another I'm episode. Glad that's what you said. <laughs> we should he's like, I'm just like we'll pass that. I'm just like I didn't even hear what he said. I folks don't know. <laughs> Real quick, I I'm, I have only have one and a half hearing ability right now because yeah. I blew my eardrum out, um, yeah. my right ear, um, when I had my sinus issues, it just popped my eardrum. So I I can hear a little bit, but it's not at full capacity. So, um, anyways, X Men obviously was a you know pivotal series for him as well. But he talks a lot about Fantastic Four. Yeah, well, that's the one that yeah. made him stay in the industry, right? Yeah, because if it wasn't for that being successful, he wouldn't have done. Anything. After really? That. Yeah, that and Amazing Fantasy 15, which right. was Spider-Man. They kind of just let him do right. what he do, uh, you know, because he he served in, um, he served in the military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then after that, you know, he worked for. What was Marvel's previous? Timely. 
Time, yeah, something. Yeah, Timely Comics was, yeah. Yeah, because DC used to be national. Right. So Timely Comics became mm-hmm. Marvel Comics. Right. Um, and he wrote for them. And it's funny, I did when I went to the Q&A, I still remember, you know, some of the things he said. Because he's very quotable. Right. Some of the things he said in his life has always stuck with me. Like, when, he was, when I was a kid and I heard his quote, that to write comics, you should write comics as if ever, uh, your comic is the first comic someone ever read. Every mm-hmm. comic is someone's first comic. Right. Yeah. And it's like, that's brilliant. Yep. You know, that's mm-hmm. how you should write. That's how right. everyone that wants to write right. a comic. It doesn't matter if it's issue one or 1,000. Yeah. Someone's going to start somewhere, so you need to tell these kind of broader stories and give them the details of the character uh, more and more and more. Um, the other thing that stuck with me was um, when I at that Q and A. I was let me backtrack to that. Mm-hmm. There was a young kid who asked a question, being like, "Why'd you get into comics?" And he's like, "Greed." And everyone <laughs> laughed. And he goes, "No." He goes, "It was my job." He's yeah. like, "I started in comics was my nine to five. Right. He's like, clock in, draw, make characters, this, that, and the other thing. Clock go out. Go to the bar. Go yeah. to you go to lunch. Get yeah. a, you know. Yeah. He's like smoke. Write some more, go home, have dinner, do it again. Yeah. And he goes, we did it. You know, he was talking about how they used to do the giant storyboards on the giant poster yeah. boards. And he goes, we would just give them, like, the kid that would come and bring our sandwiches, we'd be like, hey, throw these out. He goes, I didn't know they were going to be worth tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars years later. But yeah, he right. goes, we didn't know. It was just our job. He right. goes, that was, you know, it wasn't like this big, creative, artsy, you know, kind of thing. It became that. Where they could be more creative and they could do the things and be more imaginative. But for him, it was like, this is what I do for a living type thing. And it just evolved from there. So yeah. I always thought that was really fascinating. Well, it's funny how you mentioned how, you know, he's talking about comics and how um, he was one of the first to really reference other comics, like within the comics. Like, right. He was like, he would always like kind of reiterate what was going on. Like if you were in like, X- I remember reading an X Men comic from the '60s, and it was like previously on this blah blah blah, and then it had like an asterisk, and then go C and whatever. Yeah, comic. yeah. He, he would, was really good yeah. at notating, referencing right, right, right. other comic books, so you can get more of the bigger picture. And I thought that was really cool how how he kind of did that, and you also kind of recapped what was going on in the previous issues. Right. I thought that was helpful, you know, for someone that did get into it for the first time. And so then there th- was the issues that had the stand soapbox, which let him kind of. Talk about the industry or talk mm-hmm. about, you know, uh, comics in general or, you know, pop culture, or what's yeah. going on and stuff like that. And that's, he was someone that, like, decided not to be so behind, like, come out from behind the desk and be the right. face of, of a brand and of his characters and own his characters and love it and, like, own up to, like, we did this and did that. He's the first one to disobey the uh, comics authority code because he thought mm-hmm. doing a issue of spider-man about um uh, drug use, drug use. Yeah. right because the comics authority at, when that was all established uh said you couldn't do that and he's like i think it's more important and they're like well we're not gonna put the seal on it and he's like fine i don't give a fuck right yep. yeah and, and he i forget oh man i can't think of the artist who talked about that and they're like really and they went back to dc and said guess what Stan and Marvel are doing? They're like, really? Yeah. Like, and that yeah. changed everything because he's like, no. He's like, he's like, I feel like this needs to be said. Right. You know, we did the story. I feel like it's important to be told. And, yeah. Um, we're going to do it. Oh, uh, no. I can't remember the guy's name. 
I'll remember it later. That's fine. Like two episodes from now on. <laughs> yeah. I'll just yell it out. Uh, you know, I, I remember reading an interview about him uh, after Iron Man came out because it, we've talked about this before, Deuce and I. Iron Man wasn't the – people have a, a weird um, short-term memory about Iron Man. Iron Man wasn't like – Iron the, Man was, it was like the D squad. Right. It wasn't yeah. something that people Even were like – Cap was a D-list right. for a while. But because of these movies, it kind of boosted his – you know, uh, Iron Man got boosted to the top of the now chain. Now he's again. an A-list. Now he's an A-lister. Like and he was so happy because he said that's one of the things that he loved was the fact that they're putting a spotlight on these characters that you know weren't necessarily. You know, everyone talked about X Men. Everyone talked about uh, Spider Man. Neil Adams. Neil Adams. Yeah. There. Sorry. Yeah. Neil Adams. I had to look it up real fast. Um, you can say the fact that you know the, these Marvel movies put these D D list. Uh, characters up on the spotlight and put them into the A-list category. He felt like that that was like a huge reward for him because you know he loved uh, Tony Stark. He loved the character, yeah. but it just never really sold. You know, compared to Spider-Man and X-Men and, and Fantastic Four. I remember something, and I could be wrong on this, so let me throw out the allegedly since we haven't done it yet this episode that he was very integral in getting Robert Downey Jr. to play Iron Man because yeah, he there's said, a, I recall hearing I something want about Robert that. Downey Jr. That's the guy who needs to play this part. Well, I think he had a hand time, in casting. Was, I think he was kind of well, uh, very shaky. When Marvel Studios started, because you got to remember, Marvel Studios wasn't a distributor when that those movies yeah. came out. The Paramount, I think, was a distributor. Paramount was one of them. Yeah. Universal was one. Yeah, because that's it wasn't why until Disney the, yeah. started wrapping everything up. Yeah, because that's the reason why we won't ever get a standalone uh, uh, Incredible Hulk ever again. Uh, I wouldn't say ever again, but I don't think Nine we need soon. another one. Yeah. I don't think we need another one. I don't think we do either, to be honest with you. No. Yeah, he's a Hulk's always been a character that's he's a good side piece. He's a, like good, he's a good supporting he's a, character yeah. and stuff like that. He's right. a good side dish. And then after me. like yeah. it's, he's one of the highlights of the Thor Ragnarok, and yeah. so I'm like, that's 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 enough banner. Yeah. Like I I love the character, but I'm like eh, a whole movie yeah. of it. Like they just realized the formula's not there. No, but um yeah, when they kicked off Iron Man in 2007, I want to say it was two. 2007? Yeah, that's about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Six or seven, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. It's been 10 years this year. So yeah. it's 2008? Yeah, it had been 2008. Yeah, because it's ten year 10 year anniversary of MCU. Did John Favreau direct that one? Yes. Yes, he, he did. He did, yeah. yeah. And the but second it, one, right? And it was yeah. A.V. Averid who was doing all the comic book movies at the time, did yeah. X Men, right. stuff like that. Yeah. He's no longer doing the MCU stuff. Yeah. Now that's all. Uh, Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah and all kind of took that over. Yeah. And the the Russo brothers. Right. Um but that was a that was a weird experiment and I think without someone like the name recognition of Stanley and the respect he had in the industry for multiple movie studios who own rights to different characters to be like okay, this movie has to be successful at this studio, at this distributor for our movie to be dist- you know, to be well represented and make money mm-hmm. at this one right and now yeah. this one has to be successful again because it went iron man hulk iron man 2 yeah thor cap and then well, avengers no, no, no. was the first disney distributed marvel film right. right but i remember it was like iron man and then it was like i think a year or two and then no it was, it was iron man hulk and then it was like a year and a half yeah, yeah. that they stopped and they're like okay we got to get all of our ducks right because in a row Hulk, to do this right. They, yeah. Hulk just did not take off the way they thought it was right. going. No. Even, that was the one with Edward Norton, which yeah. wasn't yeah. bad. 
No, I actually watched it the other day. It was on Sci-Fi. It's a little and, and dull. It's not but, bad. It's yeah. just a little slow. Right. For uh, what we think of MCU yeah, movies yeah, now. Well, yeah. if you go back and try to watch all the MCU films, there's some... There's Clunkers. Iron Man 3, Thor 2. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I Oh, I have to disagree about Iron Man 3. No. I, I think it's because of people's uh, big rant on... Um, the Mandarin. I think that's no, the no, only no, reason. No. That, if the Mandarin my... was no, no, ninety percent. I've read, I've read tons of reviews on this because I had to debate. I had to tell, I had to debate that film in the face. I had to debate people so hard on Iron Man three because people were like, "Oh, face. Mandarin. Oh, that that movie sucked because the Mandarin no, really no. wasn't the Mandarin." That's not my hang up on the film. Well, most people is. My, What's yours? My hang up on that film. Oh, we're really sidetracking. Yeah, now. that's my okay. hang up on this film. The film was there's very little Iron Man, but the problem I had is. The part where he's breaking into that mansion to get the Mandarin, yeah, he's not Iron Man. There's just guys hanging out in a mansion. They're not attacking him, but he kills a bunch of dudes trying to get to the Mandarin. And yeah. I'm like, this is Tony Stark, just killing people, just murdering fools, well, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, no, like this, yeah. this should have been more tactful. And that's my big hang-up on that film where I can't watch it because no. they get to that scene, yeah. and I can't do I it. I disagree. That's fine. I, you we, think it's okay for... I think it's a good film. I think... I think, think it's, it's okay for PTS, PTS, The PTSD it is a stuff... Movie. It is the, a Christmas movie. The PTSD Got stuff it. going on in the film is awesome. Yeah. That like, I I'm feel okay like with, but... I actually liked him out of the suit. I wish the whole movie was out of the suit. I know it wouldn't be Iron Man, where there's a, like I a, love the stuff with the kid. There's like a thug with his face down the water, and he throws a grenade in it. It blows up. And I'm just like... No, he didn't have to do that extra. He's not the fucking Punisher. I, li- I like totally Yeah, he did kind of go Punisher. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like. I like yeah. the stuff with the kid. I thought the interaction with him, you know, trying you to didn't learn have to kill his the roots. Kid either. The roots and learning who he is and he why, he is, why he's doing what he's doing. <laughs> I, I, there was actually a lot there. <laughs> what gonna, what's but Tommy Fallon going to do? He killed most the, people, the roots. Most people didn't like uh, Ben Kingsley's uh, portrayal uh, uh, this, as the Mandarin. The mini film after that was good. Did you ever see the mini film after that? About you Mandarin? Oh, yeah, it's great. What, it's I, Mandarin. Uh, I can't tell if you're serious yeah. or not. I am you no, look serious. at me, you're like, yeah, yeah, Johnny no, I, doesn't know anything he's talking about. No, and now there's, he's, there's a Marvel short with, with it's him. It's him and, and Justin Hammer because um, they're in jail. Are you guys serious? No, I'm, no, yeah, I'm really serious. not fucking Because you guys you. are like, yeah. oh, Johnny sucks no, on Iron Man 3. I think it was an extra on Iron Man 3, Iron Man 3. I think it was on Thor 2 because it's the only one I don't own. Oh, okay. There's a bunch of Marvel shorts because they did a bunch with Coulson leading up to Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. yeah. There's a lot. But of then side they got stories. rid of them because I haven't they seen. Yeah, any they stopped of them making like them because after, like Avengers. Well, dude, I there's think. like 30 yeah. Marvel live action shows. We don't need a mini short. Short. Yeah. yeah. But Never like up until I think Avengers, there was like a short for each right. one because there was uh, Coulson's Day so, Out. Which well, was yeah, funny. there's yeah. like something. Something happened on the way to uh, Thor's hammer. Th- yeah, something yeah. like that. And he like you haven't seen any of these. God slacker. Yeah, you should. Um, They're like really cool. You probably short. They're like you, four or five. I would say yeah. Iron Man Two is the weakest. Uh, if we're gonna go weak, Marvel Cinematic Universe. That last half film of Iron Man Two did not need to happen. That that was all just filler. No, so it was I'm all a, fluff. I'm a Rooney I don't fan. care at all yeah, about. I, I like too. Rooney, but his character didn't mean anything. Well, for starters, his it's ca- not Rooney. It's Rodi. It's Rodi. But <laughs> no, but I, no, I'm just no, no. Um, or Rourke, Mickey Rourke at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. He I, he said Rooney. I thought he said Rourke. Uh. Mickey Rooney was Mickey, not Yeah, either. whatever. Mickey Rooney was not He's also uh, Mickey Rourke, I love him as an actor, but that, that I don't even remember the names, dude. Kills something. Whiplash. Whiplash. It's yeah. a generic name anyways. I don't know. I love, uh, what's his name? It's just Awful. Hammer in that. Though. That made Awful. that movie. Like, He's I could have so just good. watched the scenes with him in it. That guy, I any can't movie think of that guy does, I will do. Uh, 
Yeah, he plays like Justin Hammer. But yeah, oh, man. He's, he's like the best character actor ever. Anytime he's in a movie, I'll watch. Even if it's like, I'll put it in my next Flix queue so I can get it whenever it comes out. Um, I'll, you know, put it yeah. on there. I, th- I just think yeah. if we're going to go, because you brought it up, you're the one that brought it up, Dave, the weaker Marvel move- movies. I would say Iron Man Sam 2 Rockwell. Is, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is really good. I actually liked that, him. Well, that, um, yeah, he plays Justin Hammer. Um, I, I, I need to bring him back. Iron Man 2 is... <laughs> Uh, also, what else did you guys Second say? Thor. Second Thor. Second Thor, The Dark World, right? That's was... the only one I don't want on Blu-ray, because every time I pick it up, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. There's it... one thing I want us to do, and we're probably going to need to do it when Andrew's here. Right. But I want you guys to make me an abridged MCU watch list. Like, what are the movies you have to watch in the MCU? I think we can look that up online right now. Right. Because I think, like... Th- well, Thor two you can skip. Brandy and I, two you can probably skip. Brandy and I, what uh, we did was we we did the chronological timeline watch list, which was really fun. Where you that? go, you go uh, Captain America, and you go on in the timeline, not the theatrical release. Oh, so right. you go through, and you actually can connect okay. some stuff that was, you know, it's yeah. actually really pretty cool to watch it that way. Um, but yeah, you know, and when when like was it um, Guardians of the Galaxy two and Thor Ragnarok are happening at the same time yeah. or really close to each other in the timeline? Yeah. Right, so you got to yeah. like pick what you want between that one. Yeah. But that's the only red flag one you have to pick yeah. your battle on that one. But it's cool to see that if you watch the timeline, li- watch yeah. the, cr- the the chronological timeline. It's really neat actually to pick up on some stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah you can go on a link on the website and it'll give you a whole okay. rundown. I would love to have Andrew in here and and talk about like. What are like the five best cinematic Marvel Cinematic Universe and the five like Worst. least you know like the ones that are, are the we would probably debate about that yeah because yeah. I as to me like I can because Ant Man you know you as much as we I no I really like no, no, the no, first no, but as much as we loved Ant, as much as we as a whole. Loved Ant Man. It it was the worst. It was the most underperforming in the box office. So it I was it was one of those that. things where it was like they did they were debating on even having him in, in uh um um Civil War or whatever. So it's one of those. That. Yeah, I, no, it's I the mean, worst. It yeah. is it, it underperformed so bad. That well, they, I mean, I just don't believe that they debated on having him in Civil War. No, I'm serious. It, it, it underperformed. It's the le- weakest. I need an emergency beer. It's oh, a, okay. I'm not saying the film isn't good, but I, I think it was one of those experimental movies where, where Marvel's like, hey, no one, no non-comic movie fans don't know who Ant-Man is. So they're going to be like, what is this? Paul Rudd's being Paul Rudd. You know, he's funny. And he I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Because yeah. I just watched. <laughs> he I, never ages, by the way. Yeah. Paul Rudd looks like the same when he was in Clueless. You've seen him now. Yeah. He looks exactly like he did in Clueless. He, um, he's, he's got the. Uh, but I watched Ant-Man <clears throat> and the Wasp just But last you know what week, I'm trying to say. So, but yeah, it was a movie that people were like, eh, let's experiment. Yeah. And. It reviewed well, but box office underperformed. So it was one of those. It's funny because, like, I look at, I own all of them, and when I look at my collection, I there's some that I look at that I'm like, oh yeah, that was a movie. Oh. As much <laughs> as like I like Doctor Strange, I'm like, oh, I forgot he had his own movie. It's quirky. Because I like, yeah. I like but I don't the stuff. Think he needs another one. I don't either. I think it's more one no, and done. No, 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 definitely not. One and done. Not. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. But like, I can go back. I went back recently, and um, I f- one of my Fourth of July movies is Captain America, the first sure. one, right? And because to me that had the most impact on me from like seeing yeah. it in the theaters and being excited for it and how it's portrayed. It's a period piece. Mm-hmm. I'm always a huge fan of the period piece movies. That's yeah. why I'm excited about Captain Marvel coming out because it's all '90s. I like right. when they do stuff like that. Right. Um, I love Brie Larson, but so. they um, there's certain ones like. I don't think aged as well. Sure. Because I try yeah. to watch Avengers and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, these costumes are, I don't know. Like they, they put, 
as much as I like thinking of Captain America in the Spangly costume in that one, yeah. I like this. Uh, what was the second Captain America? A Winter Soldier. Yeah, that costume I like a lot more. Well, I think like, Winter his Soldier. Look, they like evolved yeah. his look so much. Right, you kind of forget when, you where see he that was. Spangly one, you're right. like. Oh yeah, That's why? All over the top. Yeah, it yeah. looks really right. like right. really out of place compared yeah. to cartoon. Yeah. yeah, Avengers yeah. feels very animated to me. Right now, yeah. it when you go back yeah, and watch it, yeah. even though I think the film's great. Right, right. I, think I the do. It, great. It's I like the same the thing when you go back and watch the original Terminator, and you're like the special effects. You're like. Damn, they look. I, I rarely. Won't but I'm just saying. Back. But yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is like you go back and you forget how a film is aged or how it, how it was, and yeah. you're kind of like, Ugh. I would I would argue that Winter Soldier is the best Captain America film. Uh, I think that's one of the best. I think it's ever. amazing. See the it's, the trick to any superhero film, and this really, since uh, like Dark Knight came out, what makes Dark Knight such a great Batman film? If it didn't have Batman references, it would still be a really good film. If Batman yep. was just a cop Agreed. and the Joker was just some kind of psychopath, I was just say it's like a psychological yeah. thriller. Right. This film, it's still a good film. It's like yeah, it's so excellent. It being superheroes just makes it that much better. Right. Yeah. That's I how I feel about yep. Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Winter Soldier was like Tom Clancy in right. nuclear. Dawn Washington, yeah. yeah. Like, I'd be yeah. like, I'm a bore. Let's go see this thing being like, you know, Big Brother helicopter. Right. You know, I'd be like, oh, it yeah. It would have been well received as right, a great right. film. Yeah, if Captain America was just like Jack. Uh, Jack Reacher. Jack Ryan. Jack, Jack, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, I'd be like, yeah, I'm totally on board. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great film. film. I, it holds up really well. Right. So. That's why yeah. I'm like, it's yeah. just still a good espionage right. spot. Yeah, it's still a good film. So those ones always stand out in my head. Sure, yeah. These are just good films, yeah. let alone. It's the way like people praise Empire. Because Empire is a standalone film. If you've never seen any of the Star Wars, right. and you show someone Empire, you're like, that was a pretty good sci-fi film. Right. Yeah. You know, where the other ones are like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, no, that's a great, great, uh, yeah. great point. I, I feel like with so, some movies needed to one film, uh, and they, they're one and done. You, you look at uh, Doctor Strange, one and done. I don't know if they're going to have another Ant-Man movie. Uh, the other one did well. It did Ant-Man better. Ant-Man and the Wasp yeah. did well, but, but after watching, I don't think, I think I'm people okay. are Ant-Man down. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, um, I don't think you need another one. I don't. I. They're not doing another Thor. But right. I right. don't. I don't think you can top the third one. Right. Third yeah. one was so good. Yeah. Uh, Guardians will eventually awesome. going to get a third, maybe. Right. And I think that'll be it. it. I think they'll be it. Yeah. You think? Yeah. I don't think they should. That's if we get a third. If, one. they're yeah. saying I, we might not even get a third one. Well, did they say James Gunn can't write it still? James Gunn cannot will not be involved at all. Oh. But because of that, Dave Batista is like, I'm out. Right. Like yeah. he doesn't want to do it without him. Right. That's why it's on hold because Batista's like, get hey, him back. And can I say this about our boy Dave De- Batista? Yeah. Good for fucking you, bro. Because when it comes to nut cutting, he put his nuts on the table and said, Nope, I ain't doing it without my boy. Yep. And you know, that takes balls. It does. We, we talked about the James Gunn situation on this podcast. No, we right actually right. never talked about. We never it. talked. We did, we jo- we did. No. No, what we said was, oh, that was unfortunate, and then we said something about maybe perhaps him coming back to write something, but now he's doing DC no. stuff. He's Suicide doing Suicide Squad, Squad too. That's it, yeah. but we didn't really do a full episode right. on it or nothing like that. Yeah, and Andrew a, wasn't here when we yeah, talked about it. Yeah, it's a bad it. situation. It is. I understand why Disney did it, but at right. the same time, it's like they do these these PR or PC Like the Roseanne moves. ABC thing? Yeah. 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 Some of the stuff, like they put, it's, it's very black and white of... Yes, you can say this. Yes, you can right. do that. The thing that sucks with him is it happened so long ago. Like, even he kind of forgot it or right. put it out of his mind and then apologized for it again. Yeah. yeah. And they're still like, no. Yeah. 
It's like you hired him, had him right. Right. Do two movies, which but because killed this came and made you again. a ton of fucking money. Oh, that movie. Yeah. That see, that was another good movie. But the, they, the thing is, like they, I think they always feel so with a situ- situation as like with the M- MCU and how much money it makes, it's too big to fail. Yeah, like you could direct the next one, like Deuce could direct Guardians Four, and they're just like. It doesn't matter what he does. We're going to make money from this. Right. So everyone wants to see the talking raccoon and the big tree. What's well, like in the like, Transformers movies? And mine, yeah. Gamora's going to have a third tit. Yep. I think, like, because we kind of talked, not the tangent, but Bumblebee, how excited we are for Bumblebee. Because yeah. it's like the Actually, Transform- I watched the trailer before it came the, the trans- yeah, like the, yeah, It's the Transformers it's movie that we... It's a wallpaper on my new phone. It's, it's the Transformers the, movie we should have gotten. We deserve. Yeah, we deserve. <laughs> yeah. I was like... It's the, it's the one... So things, if you were born in the eighties, you yeah. fucking deserve that. Right, film. right. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, things can change and all that. But I don't know if because with Guardians, Guardians was what reason why that worked. Guardians of the Galaxy because that was another film that I didn't have much knowledge on. Being even, but I never being about li- like a Marvel film for half or Marvel fan for half my life. I knew fucking nothing right. yeah. about Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. when they announced it. And it, at the end of the day, Which it, I think did better. Cause right. Like right. You go with, don't go yeah. with that expectation. Exactly. Like, and, it, and it was one of those uh, word of mouth films where people were like, oh shit, Guardians was amazing. Yeah, because they released yeah. the new Captain Marvel and people were already pissed off they changed the name of her cat. Oh, and really? so like, that's the first they? thing they're like, why did they change the name of the cat? I'm like, that's what you're going to get Shh. fucking hung up on. I think on. comic fans can be too anal sometimes. Some things stuff. like that. It's yeah. like, let let the story play out. You don't know. That's why I love. Maybe it's not even her cat. You don't yeah, know. You don't know. You know shit. That's why I loved uh, when Brian Singer was like, you know, the or the the yellow spandex and all that, making the joke. You know, like yeah. a wink. Well, to they the, did that with uh, Infinity War too, because like some of the merchandise and like there's a pop vinyl of Hulk busting out of the Hulkbuster armor. Oh, is there? Yeah, oh, and okay. there was like That's scenes cool. that they left in that didn't actually happen, and they even went back and said, if you go back and watch the trailers. They purposely left uh, stones out of Thanos' gauntlet and, like, mixed them around in different shots to throw fans off with the storyline or what the timeline was. That's crazy. So they're getting smarter with that shit. Right. um, Being like, because remember, like, they always say, what, Lego ruins it. Like, Lego spoils. Oh, yeah. yeah, And, like, purposely, Marvel went out of the way being like, oh, yeah, this is a scene in it. And it's like, it's not. Nope. Like this is like, but yeah, there is a pop vinyl that's Hulk busting that's out the cool. Hulk, and everyone thought that's gonna happen. In the movie, it's a pop vinyl. It never happened. Right. I'm like, good for you, Marvel. That's awesome. like someone got smart and being yeah. like, we can still make a really cool fucking toy. People will buy it, but we're gonna <laughs> yeah. throw people way the hell right. out. Yeah. Well, I think what what we've been doing in the last 45 minutes is is geek out on stuff that would. I mean, if it wasn't for Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, some of the other people he worked with, like. This made this made changed our lives seriously. Oh, Some yeah. people don't put it in that perspective, but I do. I do. I think it like it, it like shaped who we shaped shaped who we are. And make me right. feel better. Exactly. So, it was a I form of a, an adult now. It's escapism, yeah. you know. Escapism, yeah. you know. Get lost in a world, you know. Uh, we talk about Watchmen, the same thing, you know. Like a lot of these fantastic writers who come in and make these worlds and create these characters yeah. that you can get lost in. And I think what was great for me was when I when I read comics. It was, you know, it's like a special, for me, it was a special treat at the time. You know, I, I get my, uh, my dad worked at 7-Eleven, and they actually had, at the, during that time, 7-Eleven had, had yeah. comic books yeah. there. And so he'd be like, I'd always get excited every month. He'd bring home my Superman and my web and Spider-Man. I'd just be like, or if it was by anyone, I forget if it was by weekly or not. But he'd bring them to me, and I'd be all excited. It'd be a Friday, and he'd drop them off to me. And he'd like, it was just a cool moment. Always sat well with me, and, and it's, 
yeah, comics. Three of us in this room, our lives would be totally different without without, without yeah. Stan Lee and his addition to comics yeah. and and all that. Definitely. So I think it's you know his legacy is going to live on f- forever. I mean, I think that I wish any of us would want to live on you know th- after we pass away. And this is one way that his his name is going yeah, to live his, on his uh, legacy, his imagination, his characters, and his right. uh, his creativity legacy. lived on through. You know, helped a lot of people. Like the big thing shit. is like I have a lot of friends who are um, independent artists, yeah. mm-hmm. and they were the first ones being like, "Oh my god!" Because their you know, his art style and Kirby, like you were saying, right. left such a lasting impression with them. It, it's just like devastating. It's like a role model that you know, a father figure. You never, you know, right. you you don't really think of it in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I remember talking a long time ago to my buddy being about like devastating pop culture icons that when they pass yeah. like that you get personally upset about even though you don't know these people personally right. and Stan Lee was always like number one on my list number yeah. two was uh, Adam West because my other buddy was like oh you know Shatner and luckily yeah. you know we haven't had that yet it, man he's you know. in his 80s 85 and then another one would be yeah. like uh, like Mark Hamill Mark Hamill oh, was oh, yeah. yeah oh he's still alive um, no, I'm just kidding <laughs> For yeah, me, uh, Carrie Fisher was one. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I bawled like a baby when she died. Yeah. Uh, John Williams, the day John Williams would hit me really hard because I've been listening to film scores when I was five years old. You know, um, so that that's gonna hit me really hard. It's sad to think of that way, but the older we get, the icons that we grew up with, you know, yeah, think yeah. well, you gotta think pop culture wasn't really prevalent to like. Really, the 50s, 60s, you can kind of go back and look at, yeah. like, Flash Elvis. Gordon, yeah. and Well, no, I'm saying pop culture in general. Oh, pop culture, yeah. Where, like, people mourned Elvis. And, oh, true, yeah. And Lennon right. and stuff like that. Right, because, good point. Because, you know, they affected a generation. Right, and yeah. I think Stan Lee is definitely someone that affected our generation. Sure. Multiple, Multiple generations. Yeah, like yeah. decades and decades sure. of fan, like, 50-plus yeah. years of, uh, of fandom, you right. know. So, it's, like, it's a big – it's just as big as – a Lennon or Bowie or right. you know someone that affected you know right. or a touch Johnny, so Johnny Cash Michael right. Jackson you know a right. lot of these a lot of music right yeah. we just want a lot of music a lot of music yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah and I think with him um, there's like you said about the independent comics I didn't even think about that people are writing independent comics like that like you said that was if you're gonna do like a Mount Rushmore of you know, influences on comics, Stan Lee has to be the first one you put in there. Yeah, Stan, Stan Lee, like Kirby. like George Washington, yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. So yeah. it's, it's um, you know, it, it this, it, it's easy it's easy for us to get sad about things. It's human nature, you know, to go to be sad and depressed yeah. about things. But I think it's great what we're doing is we're kind of lifting him up. You know, thinking about his spirit, we're, uh, you know, uh, what's the word when you're when you, you the the thoughts and the times and the history of Stanley like awake yeah like, you're like a, cherishing yeah, them cherishing you're, him you're you're remembering the good times not the bad exactly times and you want to send him off with a good old excelsior excelsior exactly so I think it's it's fun because um, we'll have Andrew on uh, we're missing him right now uh, Andrew will be on to put his thoughts in uh, another episode but um, this is just you know Stanley great guy. You know, he influenced so many people. He inspired so yeah. many people, um, and you know his legacy will live through for it's still him history. I, I think comic books aren't going away anytime soon. No. So I, I the think in the movies aren't. Word <laughs> on the street is he had filmed like 
40 his different ca- His cameos. cameo's done for the next Avengers movie. Well, is they it? said okay. that he yeah. went in and they filmed like 40 random ass cameos. So oh, just to splice in. in. Yeah. There'll be stuff that, yeah, there'll yeah. be That's stuff cool. that lives on for a while. I'm not yeah. going to lie, what hit me hard was I watched that new Teen Titans go to the movies. And, and he has was, a cameo. He has right. a cameo, but it was like the day after he had died. And yeah. as soon as oh, I shit. did that, yeah. that hit me right in the feels. I was like, fuck. And I'm like, What's gonna happen when we see his cameo in Captain Marvel and the Avengers? Like people, right, shit. and if those two movies don't start off within loving memories, stand low. Right. I say yeah. we fucking riot. Yep, no. yep, yeah. So this has been our remembrance of uh, Stan Lee um, and all that he's done for the world—not just the comics, but yeah. life, pop culture. Just everything. For all the memories and the happiness you gave us, man. Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. You're having a good cold beer with the sweet baby Jesus and uh, having a good time up there. Exactly. So um, any other things you guys want to add before we end this episode? I got nothing. Okay. So we want to thank you. like, how do I follow that? I I, I don't know. It's like, Stanley, you're amazing. We miss you. Uh, Anyways, this has been another episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. I'm Johnny Deuce. Mr. Dave Pascoe. Hi. Um, and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> people can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Google Podcast. Don't forget to leave us your five star reviews, all right. that good stuff. Don't forget to send us your questions to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Correct. Here after the holidays, we're going to see Bucks and Mega Buck. Yep. And we want questions. Yep. So send them to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, your beer related questions. We're going to do some more alcohol. And yeah, we'll have Dave episodes. on for the next one yeah. we do. And, so. uh, he knows way more than, than I, I do. I know more than I should let on. But <laughs> yes, I do. You can have your own po- drink, beer uh, podcasting drink, show. Yeah, I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> so. Definitely want your questions for that. Yep. Send me hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And, of course, not one, but two, but three hashtags. Hashtag happy hour podcast. podcast. Hashtag hhpodcastshow. Hashtag deuces, deuces on, on the loose. loose. Later. Bye.